Welcome to The Tea, a new podcast by Sister Darmageddon of the San Francisco Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. For more information about the sisters, who we are, and what we do, visit www.thesisters.org. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the historic Castro Theater and the changes coming to it, as well as the religious rights refusal to accept the Supreme Court's ruling which legalized gay marriage across the nation. Stay tuned. Anti-equality leaders demand congressional conservatives stop a bill protecting freedom to marry. The leaders of dozens of far-right religious groups, including the Conservative Action Project and the Alliance Defending Freedom, have sent a letter to Republican Christians in Congress demanding they reject legislation protecting the freedom to marry. On July 19, 2022, the House of Representatives passed the Respect for Marriage Act, with one-fourth of House Republicans voting for it, reflecting the fact that a majority of Republican voters actually think LGBTQ people should be able to marry the person they love. This bipartisan support has angered religious right leaders who have refused to recognize the Supreme Court's marriage equality ruling as legitimate. In their letter, these hateful, hateful Christians argue the insane assertion that the Respect for Marriage Act wrongly marginalizes social conservatives and discriminates against them. In a similar letter from the Alliance Defending Freedom, a religious powerhouse that made denying queer people the right to marry the person they love a generational battle and addressed to Senate Minority Leader Bitch McConnell on the same day as the first letter claims that the Respect for Marriage Act is a literal attack on people who want their discriminatory views enshrined into law and imposed upon people they don't even know. Ralph Drollinger, a far-right, radical, white, evangelical preacher, accuses pro-LGBTQ Christians as being, quote, Satan's pawns and advancing the work of the devil himself. It's mind-boggling to me that these supposedly intelligent and supposedly adult people can claim that not discriminating against LGBTQ Americans is in fact discriminating against them, without seeing the utter irony and absolute hypocrisy of their deluded claims. From my perspective, there's only two possibilities here. Either one, these haters are idiots who generally, genuinely don't know any better, or two, they do know better and simply don't care that their assertions are bullshit. But the hate they have entrenched so deeply in their hearts trumps the love of God that actually should be there and somehow justifies their ludicrous sins of hatred and deceit. It is so blatantly unreal that it makes me want to literally pull out all of my hair in frustration. I know they can't actually be that dumb. How could they survive if they were and actually believe the bullshit that they claim? So... So they must have severed their connection with the Most High a very long time ago. If that is the case, I really don't see any hope for them at all, neither now nor in the future, and I absolutely pity the sheeple in their congregations who buy into their bullshit. I can only assume that these sheeple buy into their bullshit because these twisted fucks have already disconnected themselves from God's love long ago, 
and are as hate-filled as their awful pastors. Sadly, I am left feeling giddy about in, uh, and enjoying the thought of laughing at them on Judgment Day when they're confronted with the reality that they are not welcome in paradise and, with the saints and our Creator and are instead cast into that lake of fire. I know I won't be able to control myself on that day and can't wait to see the look on their contorted faces as I flip them the bird while disappearing through those beautiful pearly gates. Fuck the haters. The owners slash builders of the historic Castro Theater in San Francisco last week felt it necessary to take out a full-page ad in the Bay Times queer newspaper about the changes coming to the theater in the next few months. They explained what changes are coming and why they're critical to the continued operation of the treasured historic landmark. As has been the trend these last few years, theaters such as this one have seen declining sales and many have been forced to close. The remodel coming to the Castro will improve and modernize the beloved venue and make it more relevant and accessible to all of us moving forward. And hopefully, they'll bring in much-needed patronage for the theater to be able to remain open. All the groups opposing the theater's renovation in hopes of preserving the beloved building are ironically working against the theater and to its detriment. Shoot, you guys, I get it. You love the theater and its historical significance and the nostalgia, and you don't want it to change. I don't either, but girl, your opposition is harmful. Don't become your own worst enemy. There are only two options here. You could either have a fabulous, revitalized, and versatile theater with a long and continued lifespan, bringing joy to the neighborhood for years to come, or you could have more overpriced condos and vacant retail space. That's the reality. Don't allow this beautiful source of community pride to be gentrified into oblivion with only fading memories remaining. The only constant is change after all, and the theater can either evolve or go extinct. <laughs> 